Hey moms, welcome, welcome. This is Rita and you're listening to the Moms Who Lunch podcast. It's a modern guide for housewives with littles who really want all the stuff they need to know in one place. <laughs> Let me be your guide and let's do this mom thing. So what do you do when your child is completely unhappy, having a huge tantrum and just uncontrollable? What are you going to do about that? Let's talk. The only thing, honestly, that you can do is decide what is this battle really worth, you know, in the long run. There's the little things and then there's the really big thing. And I have been really challenged lately with, you know, categorizing what I'm going to spend my energy on, you know, as far as my child and his anger and and his outbursts and his not listening and all of these things that basically create these hiccups throughout the day. And they really interrupt the flow of the day. They interrupt the joy that you could have spending time with your kids. And I really feel like I have been trying to get to the bottom of not feeling so frustrated. I'll give you an example. I wake up every morning with like a burst of adrenaline because I know that my son, who is an early bird, is going to come downstairs, climb into um, his sister's crib, uh, you know, is going to just kind of do his own thing and then complain if I interrupt him. And it starts this cascade of events that can basically ruin a morning. And it's just not the way that I have envisioned waking up with my family and starting our day. So the only way that I have been able to kind of interrupt this pattern that's happening is to meet him before it even begins. So I anticipate that this morning he's going to wake up, he's going to come downstairs. Um, so I will meet him at the stairs or even better, I will be at the top of the stairs, you know, entering his room when he wakes up. Now, this might seem wild to some people, right? But for me, it's a thing of, I don't want to have this pattern continue to play out. So I'm going to have to do something, meaning I'm going to have to change my behavior, my approach in order to get a different result. So the other day he woke up and again, this pattern started emerging, cranky, whining, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to do this. And you're doing this to me. And I said, oh, let's get our clothes on. Let's go get your shoes on. Let's go. And I immediately got him out of the house into the car. We drove to a park, nearby park, and got him on the playground. It was rainy. I did not care. <laughs> I mean, you have to really be committed. If you want things to change, you have to be committed to doing whatever it takes no matter what the conditions are. So it was kind of rainy. Uh, all of the equipment was wet, but I said, we are going to get your wiggles out. We're going to start our day differently. We spent about maybe 45 minutes at the park. I walked around. I got my morning walk in. I asked him if he wanted to walk around the little uh, baseball diamond and we had a different morning. I'm thinking, yes, this is a win. This is great. I'm headed home. We pull into the driveway and maybe just seeing the house triggers him to want to have the exact same pattern start again. I put the car in reverse. And <laughs> we, I was like, no way. Sit back. I put the car in reverse and we head to another local park, a little pond area that we have. And I said, listen, this is the outdoors. This is where you get the wiggles out. This is where you start your day. Take, you know, take in all this fresh air. And we just basically took a moment, paused, and I'm just, my, my constant goal is just to interrupt this pattern of behavior. We arrived back home. I kind of prepped him before we got in. I said, you know, now we've started our day already. Let's get inside. Let's get some breakfast. Let's say hi to, you know, dad and your sister, and let's get going with our day. I'll have to say, 
even though it was really challenging for me to do it because I was tired and also for him to be interrupted, you know, and something that he has created a habit, you know, of having this process happen every morning. It was hard, but we ended up having a better day because it didn't start with the same tone. So what I wanna talk about is how important it is to set the tone of your day and each experience that you're having within the day, whether that be broken into segments like, you know, breakfast time, and then there's a, a lull in the day, afternoon activities and, and all of this stuff. It's so important for me to not shy away from all of the tantrums that this age group, you know, is affected by, to embrace them, but also to anticipate that we could do things in an easier way. I just, I find that I'm so frustrated when I see behaviors repeating themselves and then I react in the exact same way and we just keep going on this little cycle and it doesn't get any better. And I just, I decided that I'm going to do something about it. And by doing something about it means I have to change not only what I do and how I respond to the behaviors, but also how I feel about responding to the behaviors. Because I usually get a lot of, you know, frustration and anger. And basically I start mirroring my child's tantrum and have an adult tantrum. And that's not productive for either of us. You know, one thing I, I could say that I'm really learning to do is to be a place of calmness and a place of peace um, for my child and really thinking about not absorbing all of the chaotic energy that my son is feeling in those moments and really just mirroring mirroring for him a, a place of calmness so that he can go through that emotion and know that that emotion is healthy and that emotion is okay to have. And I can honor that for him, which is something new that I'm learning to do. But I don't have to go there with him. I don't have to be on that <laughs> journey, that crazy town journey of freaking out and, you know, interacting in a really unloving way with my child. It's just at the beginning phases. <laughs> so I'll let you know how it goes. But if I could help you with one thing, I would say take a deep breath when you're in these moments with your child and take a step back, whether you could do it physically or, or mentally, take a step back from this moment and allow your child to have those emotions because they're going to learn how to properly go through those emotions based on how you respond to them. I had no idea that I have an implosive anger style. So there's explosive anger and there's implosive anger. And I bubble it up, you know, I take hit after hit of grievances or issues and I internalize them and I hold them in much like a volcano until I'm bubbling under the surface and everybody needs to watch out because I am going to explode. That is something that I am acknowledging that I have from my childhood and something that I realize I did in order to please the people around me. So I never wanted anyone to know that anything bothered me um, and that I never wanted to be any trouble to anyone. And so when you have that kind of mindset, you realize that you're not honoring your emotion. You're not having the feelings that you honestly um, you know, feel bubbling up within you and you're not expressing them in a healthy way. I realized really early with my son, every time he would express anger, I would retreat 
into myself and just be like, oh my gosh, why is he acting out this anger? I don't know what to do with this. And in turn, I would deal with it, deal with it, deal with it until I couldn't deal with it anymore. And then I would explode in front of my child. So again, this modeling behaviors without really consciously knowing why you're doing it. So I decided that I was going to basically just acknowledge that this is my style that I have been exhibiting, which is hold on, hold on, hold on to things and then explode. And I no longer want to identify with that type of way of dealing with my emotions. I want to honor the fact that I'm upset. I want to honor the fact that I am unhappy. And I want my children to be able to be upset and to be upset with me and that that is okay. And ultimately to learn the proper tools to express that anger. One thing that has 100% helped me has been Mr. Rogers. And I know this this might sound kind of silly for even the adults. Mr. Rogers' advice is really powerful. Um, He talks really to the child within us all. And he has a song that talks about what do you do with the anger you feel uh, when you get so mad that you want to bite. And it's a great short um, song, you know, and you can find it on YouTube. YouTube and it I played it for my son. I've played it for my son a couple of times. I play it for myself. <laughs> and it is. It's about acknowledging that you have these emotions. They are so powerful, but we ultimately have control of ourselves where we can tell it to stop. We can feel empowered that we have these amazing, amazing depths of our emotions, but we are the ones who can kind of shut that off whenever we want to. And so I've given that gift to my son. And uh, as my daughter gets older, I'll give that gift to her as well. Is just the sense that even though these emotions rise up within us and they feel like so overwhelming, they, it's just an illusion. We can stop. We can breathe. We can redirect our energy. We can control ourselves ultimately. And that, if you haven't listened to that, I should play it for you. (laughs) Let me find it. I'm going to play it for you, actually. It's a great, great song. Okay, nothing seems to be working out right today. All right, well, I'll see you a little later then. Thanks anyway. What do you do with the mad that you feel when you feel so mad you could bite? When the whole wide world seems oh so wrong And nothing you do seems very right What do you do? Do you punch a bag? Do you pound some clay or some dough? Do you round up friends for a game of tag And see how fast you go? It's great to be able to stop When you've planned a thing that's wrong and be able to do something else instead and think this song I can stop when I want to can stop when I wish can stop, stop, stop anytime and what a good feeling to feel like this and know that the feeling is really mine know that there's something deep inside that helps us become what we can for a girl can be someday a woman and a boy can be someday a man it's true
So the very best thing <laughs> that I have learned about my own anger is that we are teaching our children how to deal with these very normal, uh, everyday experiences uh, because they're watching us. <laughs> so I've had to learn how to deal with anger, learn how to deal with disappointment. That was a big one last month with my son. And all of these emotions that we're trying to navigate and teach our kids to navigate, we have to learn how to navigate them ourselves first. So I wish you nothing but the best in this journey. It is a constant checking in with yourself type of journey. It's constantly about, you know, what am I showing my children? Because I tell my kids stuff all the time, but honestly, they just look at me and they are going to do exactly what they see me doing. So it really does, parenting is really tough because it challenges us to not only talk the talk, but walk the walk. And I wish you nothing but the best on that because I know that my husband and I struggle with this every single day to stay consistent, to stay, uh, you know, exhibiting the type of qualities that we want our children to ultimately emulate so that they can become healthy, well-adjusted, kind individuals. So... I wish you the best and I will be sharing some more information about anger and frustration and all of those things that really are the power struggles. They're at the source of these conflicts that we have with our children. I'll be sharing some more resources uh, because we need all the help we can get. Let's be honest. <laughs> Take care. Thank you, thank you. So that'll do it for this episode of the Moms Who Lunch podcast. Thank you so much to our sponsors. And thank you so much to our beautiful mom listeners. Because where would I truly be if it wasn't for the amazing moms who have reached out to me and shared how much what I'm building is helping them. So I write for you. Check me out on Instagram at the Moms Who Lunch. And while you're at it, check me out on Facebook and like our page. And remember, you may not be able to have it all, but you can always have what matters to you. Have a good day. <laughs>